This is Alive with Joseph. Let's get into the word of God this morning. We are looking at Reset Part 3. Friends, I begin by saying this. The gospel of Christ is not just about what Jesus has done. It is also about the implication of what that means for your life. He is not just the God of, he is not just the God of John chapter 3 verse 16. He is also the God of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. The God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask of him or think of. Friends, it is time you reset your mind. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, from verse 1 to 2, Brother Paul speaking, he said to us, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So friends, you need to stop conforming into a religious mindset that is anti-scriptures. It is time to transform. And how do you transform? By changing your mindset. How do you change your mindset? Get into the word of God. Get the mind of God from his word and use it to reset your mind. So as a believer, the second area you will need to reset your mind is in the area of relationship. The first area to reset your mind is in the area of religion, spirituality. We saw that last week. The second area is in the area of relationships. Relationships, I've come to understand, are the cause of every problem in the world we live in today. You are either contributing to the world's biggest problem or you are part of the solution. Relationships are God's gift to your life to advance his assignment for you. God wants to send people that will add value to your life, not people that will infiltrate your life with toxicity. But God wants to send people that will add value. You need to start resetting your mind concerning relationships. And by so doing, you set a guard in your mind to filter friendships that are toxic to you and that are taking you nowhere. Many people are comfortable to having unhealthy company because they fear being alone. They are afraid to be alone. When you study the case of the nation of Israel that we have been looking at in the book of Exodus, you will discover that the reason they responded the way they responded in fear was because they used to, they are used to living in a toxicity relationship in Egypt. And they were not used to this new way of living. They were struggling to step out of the familiar into the unfamiliar. And yet, the unfamiliar is where they were going to experience God's best for their life. Friends, in life, when you move into territories that are not familiar, one of the major things you will have to deal with is being uncomfortable. Every time you move into territories you are not familiar with, 
prepare yourself to deal with being uncomfortable. The reason some people are not resetting their mind in the area of relationships is because they do not want to be made uncomfortable. And God is saying, what you are calling discomfort is me picking the wrong people out of your life. Hallelujah. So God wants you to detox, friends. God wants you to detox. That is why he wants you to reset your mind in the area of relationship. When we talk about detox, what is detox? Listen to this. Detox is a process or period of time in which one abstains from or reads the body of toxic or unhealthy substances. Do you know what this whole pandemic, this whole lockdown has done? It is God who has allowed it to become a season to detox you of toxic friendships and relationships. Many of you have come to realize, when many of you have come to realize that now you, by the reason of all of these things, by the reason of the lockdown, you've come to understand and realize that the people you used to hang out with were really not contributing anything into your life. So sometimes God provides you with a season to detox. And I believe this season, the Almighty God provided for every one of us to detox. Stop settling down for bad friends. Reset your mind. Stop settling down for unfruitful relationships. Reset your mind. And in resetting your mind in the area of relationships, you will have to begin to check which relationships have you esteemed more than God in your life. What are the relationships you have esteemed more than God in your life? What are the relationships you have put on high value more than God in your life? Because when we talk about relationships, it also includes your relationship with God. What have you married to? What are you married to that has taken the place of relationship, of that has taken the place of God in your life? And you need to understand that when you begin to allow your mind to be reset in the area of relationship, it enables you to filter out relationships that have taken the place of God in your life. Amen. What have you married to? And after your marriage, to that thing, you have divorced God. What is it you're married to? That after your marriage to that thing, you have divorced God. What have you given priority passage in the place of God in your life? Friends, God wants to be the Lord of all in your life. Because it is either he is the Lord of all or he is not the Lord at all. Is either he is the Lord of all or he is not the Lord at all. Mark chapter 12, verse 30, message translation says, The Lord your God is one, so love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence and energy. 
So God wants to make your heart his throne. He wants to sit right there at the throne of your heart. Listen, friends, your heart is a throne, not a sofa. And understand that a lot of people can sit on a sofa. You know, when you have a sofa in a house, a lot of people can sit on a sofa. But you also need to understand only one person is allowed or permitted to sit on a throne. Listen, friends, God doesn't want to sit next to anybody or anything in your heart. That is why he does not want your heart to have sofa. He wants your heart to have a throne so that only him can occupy that throne. He doesn't want to compete with anybody or anything in your heart. That is why he wants to make your heart a throne so that only him can sit enthroned in your heart. Many of you, you have filled your heart with so many sofas. Too many things are sitting in your heart. God is saying to you this morning, empty your heart of those sofas so that he can fill your heart with his throne because he wants to come and sit enthroned in your heart. Hallelujah. So you need to start clearing up those sofas and those lazy boy seats to make room for God. God doesn't want to compete for your attention. Anything that competes for your attention with God, you need to begin to check it and begin to clear them off because God wants to be the Lord of all in your heart. He wants to, he wants your undivided attention. So friends, you need to reset your mind to start thinking God when you think of relationship. You need to reset your mind to start thinking God when you think of friendships, can I also ask you this morning, how have you been treating people as well? Because that is also the area you need to reset your mind. Because you and a person might not be at the same level socially, but that does not mean you should treat them less. How will Jesus treat that person in your life? How will Jesus treat that person that works for you? How will Jesus treat that person that you have come in contact with that you think that you are more educated than? Because that is one area also you need to reset your mind. When we talk about relationships, you need to reset Set your mind from toxic friendship. You need to reset your mind concerning allowing anything to contend with God in your heart. You also need to reset your mind the way you treat people around you. How will Jesus treat that person in your life? How will Jesus treat your wife in your life? How will Jesus treat your husband in your life? Your, those children God has given to you, the way you are treating them, is it how Jesus will treat them? Those colleagues at your work place the way you are treating them is it how jesus will treat them those your business partners the way you're treating them the way you're cheating them the way you're cutting corners to, to to defraud them is that how jesus will treat them you need to begin to look at relationships reset your mind and begin to treat the people around you the way jesus would have treated them if he was to walk this earth amen so when you reset your mind in the area of relationship, you will, begin to, you will begin to trust God to send you a partner as a single person as well. Because often, as single people, you do not trust 
God enough in that area of your life. I've come to discover many single people do not trust God enough in that particular area of their life. Do you know that the way you select a partner is the way you see yourself? Let me allow you to pause and think this morning. This morning is a reality check. The way you select a partner is the way you see yourself. That is why the only way you can fix the way you're selecting a partner is by you resetting your mind to address your self-perception. Because if you want to change the way you select a partner by going to a better place or by going to another party, you think that you know, maybe because you go to a certain kind of party, that is why you're not selecting the right partner. Listen, the way you select a partner has nothing to do with a geographical location. It has everything to do with the way you see yourself. And that is why if you do not reset your mind to change your self-perception about yourself, you will keep selecting partners that are not useful to your destiny hallelujah listen to this when someone is getting involved with a partner if you that is outside tells them that this person is not good for them they won't listen why because until that person's mind is renewed and it aligns with the revelation of their worth in Christ, they will not be able to act with wisdom in the area of choosing a partner. I've come to realize that people stay in a toxic relationship because in their mind, they feel they cannot get anybody that is better. So they stay in a toxic relationship. Listen to me, friends. If you will become an Abigail, God will send you a David and rescue you from the hands of a Nabal. Because when you become an Abigail, there is a David around the corner. God will deliver you from Nabal and bring a David into your destiny. Stop accepting less than God's best for your life in relationship. I repeat, stop accepting less than God's best for your life in relationship. Amen. So there's also another dimension I would like to show you in this area concerning a partner and relationships. Because that is one area many Christians are not resetting their mind. Many Christians do not reset their mind in those areas and they suffer heavily in those areas. There's also another dimension which I want to show you, which is not just in the area of you meeting someone, but again, you also accepting less in terms of the quality of relationship you are currently in. For example, if a person has only experienced dysfunction in, in relationship, then their view of a good relationship is going to be any relationship that is not hostile and dysfunctional compared to the one they were in before. So that will be their view of relationship. Their view of a good relationship will be a relationship that is not dysfunctional compared to the one they were before. But you need to understand that that is not Good, because you discover that such a person can be okay with a mediocre person. As long as the person looks better than what they had or what they currently have. 
now they will also be okay tolerating one another why they are comparing their relationship to the chronic dysfunctional relationship they have been used to listen friends god has not designed relationship to be this ecstatic thing at the beginning then it fizzles out downwards to tolerance of one another at the towards in the middle that's not what god has designed relationship for dr mike Murdoch said something he said anytime a pain there is a consistent pain he said is an indication that something is fundamentally wrong hallelujah and that is a picture the world is painting for us as well that is a worldly culture that the world is painting for us or rather that is a picture the worldly culture is painting for us that is why you have to begin to renew your mind from such picture you have to begin to renew your mind because worldly culture paints a picture that everyone is not happy in marriage worldly culture paints a picture that every marriage is heading to divorce court a picture that there are no more godly men out there a picture that there are no more god-fearing women out there but now friends when you as a believer you begin to see that with your own renewed minds you also begin to tag along listen to me friends god has not designed you to be in a relationship just to tolerate one another god has not designed you to be in a dysfunctional relationship because it is a bit better than what you were used to before that is not god's best for you god has designed you to be in a relationship that adds value to your destiny a relationship that takes you from glory to glory despite the challenges and the word of god you need to begin to understand it paints a different picture for us contrary to what the culture of the earth is painting to us the word of god paints a picture of possibility that exists for relationships in christ a picture of christ's unfailing love for his bride the church a picture of selflessness towards his bride his church a picture of a relationship that can grow and continue to grow in love in patience in mutual respect towards one another irrespective of differences a picture of challenges will not tear us apart rather we will come together in christ and deal with our challenges why because we know that two is better than one that is the picture scriptures have painted for us consigning relationship and if you do not reset your mind consigning this what the what the world is painting for you and reset your mind to align with god's word consigning relationship you are going to be settling for less every time you are going to be settling for less child of god you're too precious to settle for less listen to me princess you are a princess don't settle for nabal listen to me prince you are a prince don't settle for jezebel don't god has designed you for much more give jesus your highest praise this morning hallelujah amen number one reset your mind spiritually number two reset your mind relationships number three you will need to reset your mind in the area of your inheritance many christians have been limited by something that has been imposed on them for example society tells you that people your age 
don't get those kind of opportunity or people your skin color don't get those kind of opportunities or people your gender don't get those kind of opportunities or society tells you that people like you who lack the kind of academic credentials that you lack don't qualify for those kind of opportunities yes they can be 1000 percent right but one thing they also forgot is that you do not fit into those earthly status quo you do not fit into them paul speaking to his spiritual son titus he said something he said in titus chapter 1 verse 1 to 2 Paul, a servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. He said he promised you an inheritance before the world began. He promised you prosperity before the world began. He promised you eternal life. He promised you success. He promised you breakthrough. He promised you dominion. He promised you everything that makes for life and godliness before the world began. And he said God cannot lie. If God promised you Friends, you better believe it. Irrespective of where you are in the society. Before Satan even became Satan, listen to this. Your destiny was already guaranteed in Christ. <laughs> I repeat, before Satan became Satan, your destiny was already guaranteed in Christ. God promised you eternal life. Listen, listen. He said, before the world began, before the world began he promised you before the world began and so friends if anything is not working the fault the fault is not god why because god cannot lie the fault is you have not reset your mind to agree with what god promised you the god that cannot lie promised you all of this before the world began Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He had blessed you. He is not planning to bless you. He blessed you in the spiritual realm. Why? Because you are a spirit. <laughs> that is why he blessed. he blessed you in your original origin. So that you can take what he has blessed you in your original origin and translate it to this earth where you need it. He had blessed you. He is not thinking of blessing you. He blessed you long before the world began. Ephesians chapter 1 again verse 4 now says, according as he had chosen you mm, in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love he chose you in him before the foundation of the world he promised you eternal life before the foundation of the world he blessed you he chose you in him before the foundation of the world so friends you have been chosen and because you have been chosen no devil can remove you no satan can remove you no man no woman no earthly protocols can disqualify you why he has chosen you i want you to boldly declare say i am chosen boldly declare say i am chosen give jesus your highest praise amen 
Go back again to the same Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5 to 6 now says, Having predestinated us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. You are accepted in the beloved. Verse 7 says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace he chose you even before you knew yourself you were chosen in him he gave you the promise of eternal life before the foundation of the world listen to me friends your inheritance is through his blood not through your labor so you need to reset your mind in that area your inheritance in christ is through his blood not through your labor and all of this happened before the foundation of the world it happened before the foundation of listen before satan was born your destiny was settled so satan came too late your prosperity is settled poverty came too late your healing health and vitality is settled sickness came too late are you understanding me this morning are you understand your healing was already provided god gave you health and vitality he also made provision for healing in the event your physical body fails you so before sickness came before viruses came before pandemics came God already settled your healing, settled your victory, settled your deliverance, settled your testimonies, settled your breakthroughs. Before the devil appeared, he settled it. And because he has settled it, you have no right not to enjoy what he has settled. And that is why you need to reset your mind in your inheritance. Reset. It is time to take possession of what Jesus died for on your behalf. Give Jesus praise this morning. Hallelujah. The book of Titus chapter 1, it says, In the hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the foundation of the world. God didn't promise it after the foundation. He promised it before the foundation of the world. That is to say, before the world was even conceived. Your inheritance was already predestinated. Hey! Are you understanding me? It was already predetermined. It was already prepared ahead of time for you. So friends, for you to remain in lack, after this truth, after this revelation, you are rejecting the offer of what God prepared for you. To continue to tolerate sickness after this revelation is you rejecting the offer of healing God prepared for you. Listen friends, your destiny is settled before God, before Satan, before creation. Let me repeat. <laughs> Let me repeat. Your destiny is settled before God before satan before creation why it was before the world began god is a witness satan is a witness creation is a witness so creation actually is saying before i came before i was created your destiny was settled i came to meet your destiny before the world began Listen, friends, the scriptures cannot be broken in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Let that settle in your heart before the world began. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel like running around this place. Oh, my God. 
He settled it before the world began. Glory to God. Go with me quickly to Hebrews. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 to 3 quickly. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Let's read. It says, let us therefore fear. Lest a promise being left of us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not be mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although... <laughs> are you seeing what I'm seeing? I hope you are seeing what I'm seeing. He said, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. He's saying, even though they didn't enter, they didn't enter not because it was not there. They didn't enter because of their lack of faith. So he now came and said, although the works were finished, not is going to. The works were finished from the foundation of the world. The works were finished. Before the foundation of the world, it was finished. That is why, friends, there is nothing more you can do to add to what God has already done for you. So your prayer, this is what happens when you pray. And in the prayer conference, you better not miss it. This is what happens. Your prayer is to take what has been provided by your heavenly father. You are to take, you are to possess what has been provided by your heavenly father from the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world. So friends, if they were finished, they are finished. And if they are finished, it is finished. Because we are not talking about a God who is a liar. We are talking about a God who cannot lie. We are not talking about a God that claims what he doesn't have the resources for. We are talking about a God who doesn't... We, we are not talking about a God... Who doesn't mean what he is not saying? We are talking about a God who is not a liar. We are not talking about a God who is a comedian, who is joking around. We are talking about a God who created the universe, calling the things that be not as though they were, and it came to pass. He didn't repeat himself when he called the things that be not as though they were. When he said light be, he only said it once. He didn't need to repeat it. Why? Because when he said light be, the word did not create light. No, the word was light itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he said light be, the word didn't create light. No, no, no. The word he spoke was light itself. How do I know that? He said the word became flesh and dwelt among us and that word became the light of man. Are you understanding me? So that is the God we're talking about. When God said you are blessed, 
he will not repeat himself you are blessed whether the devil is happy about it or not why because he says it is a it, when he says it is as good as done the word of god are resources themselves to bring themselves to pass the word of god are resources themselves to bring themselves to pass the word of god does not go to look for resources on how to bring itself to pass the word of god is resources on his own to bring himself to pass the word of god does not depend on any external force for it to come to pass in the world is the necessary power in the word of god is capacity in the word of god is capability in the word of god is resources to fulfill itself so the question is it is no longer can god do it the question is can you receive what god has done we are no longer asking can God do it no 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 because he has already done it the question I'm asking you this morning is can you receive what God has done can you dare to be an exception to the rule can you reset your mind to be an exception to the rule of earthly limitations can you allow God reverse a trend God wants to break the rule God wants to perform an anomaly we you are concerned can you reset your mind can you position your mind to agree with god consigning you hallelujah so god wants to open you up to opportunities that is normally not afforded to people like you all you have to do is reset your mind to believe god can do that if you don't reset your mind where your inheritance is Christ is in, in Christ is consigned, you will settle for less than God's best for you. Reject the mindset that is unwilling to fight the giant that must be fought in order for you to get to where you are supposed to get to. When you settle for less than God's best, you are insulting the work of grace. When you settle for less than God's best, it is an indication of bad stewardship of your life. Settling for less than God's best is the mis is, is what I call mismanagement of the totality of what redemption has accomplished in you. When you don't reset your mind to align with God's best for your life, you are doing what the book of Proverbs calls slothful. Proverbs 18 9 says, He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. Slothful in Hebrew, this is what it means. Slothful in Hebrew means a desire for ease at the expense of the will of God. When you don't reset your mind, you are desiring ease at the expense of God's will for your life. Proverbs 22, 13 says, The slothful man saith, There is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. Don't be a slothful man or a woman. Don't cry, there is a lion. Arise, slay the lion. Take possession of what God has given to you. A slothful person backs down when there is opposition. Too many people are backing down in this season. Refuse to back down because God has called you to slay giants. Hey! He has called you to slay giants. Don't forget, friends. Your advancement in life is not for your satisfaction only. 
It is because of your assignment. God wants you to be courageous enough because there are people your courage will build their faith. God wants you to move into the next chapter of his story for you because God needs you to be an example to show that there are people who can still rise in the midst of a pandemic. God wants to use you to show that there are people who can still rebuild in the midst of a pandemic. That there are people who went through a pandemic and they did not leave their courage behind. God wants to use you as an example to show that there are certain people a pandemic cannot destroy. God wants to use you as an example to show that after a pandemic, you can arise and rebuild. Remember the message on what last week when I said by Pastor Cordelia? You can arise and rebuild. You can arise and recover. God is the God who has redeemed your life from destruction. People will not have a perfect picture of possibility if your life remains the same after today. God wants your life to be the perfect picture of possibility that people can read out there. So today, I release you with this. I came to tell you, go and win in spite of the pandemic. Go and rebuild in spite of. Go and rebuild in spite of. People might not be supporting you in this season. Go and rebuild in spite of their lack of support. Go and break through in spite of. I don't know how much this pandemic has battered you. Go and win in spite of it. I don't know what this pandemic has done to you. Go and win in spite of it. I don't know how much you have lost. Go and win in spite. I came to tell you this morning. Go and win in spite of it. Go and celebrate and become all that God wants you to be in spite of it. Go and possess everything redemption has made available for you in spite of the pandemic it is time for you to arise and repute so reset your mind spiritually reset your mind in the area of relationship reset your mind in the area of your inheritance and when you do this you begin to enjoy unusual victory that has already that has always been yours which is there waiting for you to possess give jesus praise this morning Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngocha. Till next time.